0: Welcome back to a new series on On The Grow podcast. I'm your host, Grace Lee. In my last series, Transitioning Series, I had conversations with friends and guests on some of the many transitions we go through and grow through in life. I started the season off by sharing my transition from college to New York City, the details on my move, and how I landed my first job out of college. Then I talked about transitioning from a full-time job to self-employment, the reminders that helped me get there, details on the freelance work that I offer, past work I've done for clients, and more. Diego from Dandy in the Bronx, and I talked about relevancy as a content creator and the importance of pivoting content. We covered transitioning content during the quarantine and during a social movement, what content creators should be reminded of moving forward and more. In the following episode, Rob Gregg, the founder of the shoe brand, Rob McCallen, shares his transition from dating to engagement. He shares his unique and interesting love story of how he met his fiance, his outlook on dating before finding the one, reposing during a pandemic, And one of my favorite responses to the question, how do you know whether you like someone or like the idea of someone? In the season finale, Melissa Fresco, New York City content creator and blogger of four years, shares her transition moving from Brooklyn to Manhattan. She shares why she made the move, what it's like to move in New York City, moving tips for a smooth transition and more. This is the first episode of the Mindset Series. With the rising issues that I felt have dominated my thinking over the years, I wanted to dedicate a series on our mindsets to specific issues. The first being, caring what people think. We all do it. We all think about it. We all are affected by it, positively and negatively. So why do we care so much about what people think? Why do we care about other people's opinions, even those of total strangers? In this episode, I'm rewinding a bit back to our younger days when we would do certain things to please another person. A book that you should read next, highly recommended by the way. How caring what other people think of you is like disrespecting yourself and then finishing the episode off with how we can stop caring what people think. Do you remember those days in high school when you had a crush on someone and you went out of your way to please them? You would start spending more time in the mirror before leaving your house, working on your makeup a little longer, caring about what you wore and how it made you look. Little physical aspects that are pleasing to the eye. You would go to school and make sure your crush talked to you that day, or you were able to walk by him because you cared what your crush thought of you. What about those times when Snapchat was used more often? It didn't matter who saw your Snapchat story until that one person saw it. Remember that? Because you cared and valued that person and felt inclined to to share certain things in hopes that they would see it. And when they did, you felt validated. Or how about this instance? You're finally sharing to the world something you've been working on. a Clothing store, a new website, a blog that's been in the works, whatever it is. Now before you launch it, you more than likely want your closest friend's feedback, his or her thoughts. You care what they think because their opinion matters to you. For most of my life growing up, I valued the opinions of others too much. I let it control my moves and behavior. But there was this wake-up call in high school. I remember it was around the time when I started my blog where I felt more confident in who I was and what I had to offer. I was tired of people talking to me negatively and making me feel worthless and I remember reaching a point where I didn't care what people thought of me anymore. Either way, they still had something to say about me. And that's how I approached it. If I tried to fit in or tried to not fit in, there was no point. Is this relatable for any of you? Especially the times when we'll put aside the things we truly want or things we truly want to say because we worry and fear what certain people might say. I know there have been lots of instances where I've kept my mouth shut, afraid of what others might think of me. And also just want to point out, caring about people's opinions is not an invalid thing. We should care, but we should care more about what we think more. There is this amazing self-help number one New York Times bestselling book called Untamed by Glennon Doyle. Wow, that was a mouthful. I wanted to read an excerpt um, from this book because one, the writing in there is powerful. It really has changed the way I've thought about myself and my own thinking, how I should approach things and so forth. So Glennon Doyle writes, we weren't born distrusting and fearing ourselves. That was part of our taming. We were taught to believe that who we are in our natural state is bad and dangerous. They convinced us to be afraid of ourselves, so we do not honor our bodies, curiosity, hunger, judgment, experience, or ambition. Instead, we lock away our true selves. Women who are best at this disappearing act earn the highest praise. She is so selfless. Can you imagine the epitome of womanhood is to lose one's self completely? That is the end goal of every patriarchal culture, because a very effective way to control women is to convince women to control themselves. I tried to control myself for so long. I had been deceived. The only thing that was ever wrong with me was my belief that there was something wrong with me. I quit spending my life trying to control myself and began to trust myself. We only control when we don't trust. We can either control ourselves or love ourselves, but we can't do both. Love is the opposite of control. Love demands trust. What the world needs is more women who have quit fearing themselves and started trusting themselves." I love this passage because of the way she describes how love is the opposite of control. We live in a society where we were raised to stick to societal norms. Fat is ugly, nerdy is unattractive, smart equals money, money equals success. As girls, we mustn't show too much skin. Boys should be strong physically and mentally, and shouldn't ever cry in public because that makes you weak. Or better yet, another word that I don't want to say on this podcast. If you didn't date more than 30 girls, that makes you inexperienced. Or maybe there's something wrong with you. Or how about this? If you don't like minimalistic design and furniture from West Elm, you don't have a good taste in design. All of these opinions and society's way of stuffing us in a box to make us look the certain way and act the certain way is what creates this fear for many of us to act the way we do. We don't do things because of the fear of what society is going to label us as. Which brings me to my next point. Caring too much about what people think of you is almost like disrespecting yourself. You're allowing these people to tell you who you are. You're allowing these people to walk over you, look at you a certain way, and speak to you like your own opinion on your own situation is irrelevant. And then we base our actions and decisions on how we anticipate other people will perceive us. That prevents us from doing what we want to do. We get into the mindset of what would this person think of me if I did this or said this instead of trusting in ourselves and being confident in what we can deliver We let their opinions, opinions of people we care about, dictate what we should or shouldn't say or do. And then we lose ourselves in the process because we end up doing something for someone else rather than for ourselves. That's the biggest toxic red flag right there. The minute we change for someone else, despite our own wishes, that is disrespectful to ourselves. I remember back in college I cared a lot about what this particular person thought of me. It was a guy who I was talking to. I remember reaching a point where I would spend more time thinking about what he would think about my blogging photos instead of posting them for my own enjoyment. I knew what he liked and I would constantly remember that. It was something that was on my mind when I was shooting or editing or posting. I spent a lot of time and effort thinking of ways to win him over because, you know, I cared a lot about what he thought about me. My outer appearance instead of my personality, my mind, and my heart. It becomes really toxic and unhealthy focusing too heavily on someone's opinion of you. I started losing interest in what my purpose was for blogging because here I was so caught up in this new feeling. It made me feel unmotivated, uninspired, and that's when you know it's not a good thing. Seeing that I'm in a different place in my life than I was in college, more confident and uh, and sure of who I am and what I stand for, that doesn't necessarily mean I am immune to hatred. Social media opens up the door for more negativity hatred, and gives people excuses to continue bashing others from behind a screen. It's not okay by any means, but there are ways that have helped me deal with not caring what people think. Someone's negative opinions towards you is not about you, it's about them. The more I speak to people, the more I start to understand them better. The ones who are constantly complaining, negative, grumpy, those are the ones who are speaking negatively. I've always believed that what you think is what you do. Whatever you're housing in your mind is also a reflection of the way you're going to act and the way you're going to approach and say certain things. I'm a firm believer in that. And if someone is constantly surrounded in a negative environment, doesn't want to change, complains all the time, it makes sense that their actions and words will align too. It's a reflection of them and not you. You can care what people think and also be yourself. It is possible as long as your voice is louder than theirs. Being independent all my life and also single has actually given me the time to really focus on myself, learn things about myself and grow as a person. I've always kept my voice and not just my voice but God's voice louder than anyone else around me. I've always turned to him for times of distress and I think it's when you know, you really quiet all the extra noise and distractions around you and start listening to your gut your inner voice, and what his plan is for you. I think that, become, that provides a lot of clarity. And then you realize you don't really have time to think about what other people think because you're so busy, focused on yourself. Out of sight, out of mind. One of my favorite reminders. Toxic and negative people are constant. Those people don't go away unless you do something about it. If your life is full of negative and toxic people, get it out of your life right away. Distance from friends who don't support you or want the best for you. Even if you can't stop people from being hateful, you can choose to ignore them and do something else that is meaningful. Just turn your energy and spend that time on things that make you happy and and don't let people drag you down because they're probably not thinking about it either, and you're just spending all this time focusing on something that is irrelevant, something that doesn't even matter. You can't change anything by thinking about it, and it certainly won't make you feel better. I remember reaching a point where I would constantly remind myself, if you don't know them personally, don't take it personally. The people who you trust They will have your best interest at heart. Always remember that. Those are the people you can confide in. I know that my family is my ride or die. I am close with them to the point where we can discuss anything. And I don't feel hurt by their feedback because they are my family. And I know they have my best interest at heart. They support me no matter what I do. And they are always, always there for me. This just reminded me. I remember in college, I was really big into Pinterest. How many of you guys still use Pinterest? I occasionally still do. I just used it more frequently in college. I remember always looking up recipes or quotes or these like pretty aesthetically pleasing photos back in college. I know I'm going off topic here, but anyway. Um, at the time, I remember I was dealing with some insecurities of caring what people thought of me there there was this one quote that I used to read as a reminder whenever I felt this way in fact let me let me go on Pinterest to find it because I do want to share it I'm going through my good quotes Pinterest board there is a lot of quotes and I remember I know what it looks like pretty sure it's the bottom because I've reposted a lot of quotes since college. I will be able to find it. Um, Just give me a moment. There it is. You can be the ripest, juiciest peach in the world, and there's still going to be somebody who hates peaches. Yes, that, that was the quote. That quote really brought me back. When you're very insecure dealing with people constantly on a college campus, yeah, it's tough. I remember thinking about that quote and just remembering my situation and being like, Grace, stop wasting your time. You can't get everyone to like you, you just can't. And I just know I should have been spending my time and energy being a better person and enjoying life, not worrying about people dictating my actions and words. The takeaway is that there's freedom in being true to yourself and not caring what other people think. When we allow what people think of who we are, what we are, and cast their opinions on what we do or say, we allow them to also change who we are. Everything that is feedback should only help you grow, not tear you down. Ultimately, caring about what people think of you shouldn't affect your decision or make you question your decision to say or do something. It shouldn't make you feel like you need to hold back and repress your thoughts either. Just remember that you are a peach. And that is my two cents on caring what people think. Here's a question for you. When was the last time you didn't do what you wanted because you cared more about what other people would think? I'd love to hear your thoughts and your experiences on this very topic. You can email me at grace at or send me a DM over on Instagram at bygracely. Be sure to follow along and subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. Stay tuned and keep listening to the next episode in the series, Having Too Many Tabs Open. I'll talk about the feeling of losing focus, the illusion of successful multitasking, why we have too many tabs open, the things that keep us distracted, and how we can put an end to this computing habit. Thanks for tuning in.